Hello, and welcome to Firsts. I'm your host, Lisa Curiel-Parker, and this is a podcast about first times that range from your first one-night stand to your first psychedelic. It's full of stories from people around me, friends, family, strangers on the street, whoever wants to come in and talk. Hopefully, my guests and I can make you think, cry, and maybe even laugh a little. Today's topic is first psychedelic. Yeah, so (laughs) I've never taken one before. So in this episode, you get to hear from four different people. I just really don't, I guess I've never had the desire to do it or the time. I've always been recommended that you go with people that you love. You go to somewhere outdoors and you go somewhere at night or the day, no, the day because it's warm. And I just haven't had time in that sense. I don't really have space to dedicate a day or a weekend to go trip out on drugs but I don't I'm not against it it's just not something I've done and so hopefully either these stores will motivate you to go try some drugs or deter you so we'll see what happens Noe's story is a little more heart-wrenching than the rest so the first time I tried a psychedelic was December 23rd, 2014. And then it was, it, I, I had just gone out of work and I was trying to talk to my friends like, hey, what's going to happen tonight? Because I knew that that was going to be the last night for them. You know, we kind of went our ways for, for family for the holiday season. And so they, they told me, hey, we're going to go take a tab. And I met with them. It was a total of four of us. Three of us took it. One of us didn't. He was, he was, he kept us level-headed, or kept us grounded. If I can remember throughout that event, we would keep on giving bursts of appreciation to him. And we would count it off every time, like, oh, thank you. Um, thank you for taking care of us. Or like, thank you for being here. And we kind of, we kind we did that more than 10 times, like within that, within that trip. We tried watching Clockwork Orange but we, but we couldn't, so we just decided to go like to go on the roof of our house and just and just go talk. That that ended up being better. But within, but within those five hours that you know those initial five hours, it was it was it it was beyond. It was an out of world experience, really. There were lights. There were there were light. There were globe lights in there, and I felt claustrophobic. I kept on telling I kept on telling the guys that um that I that there were more people that there's a lot of people in here. And they kept on asking, like, no, it's just us four. And I was like, no, there's more than just us four. And so I kept on relating. I kept on having that relate to, like, if people that are stuck in limbo or people that are still, like, stuck within this within this dimension, like, are still around. So I, I they probably thought they probably thought that I was referring to, like, ghosts or, or spirits or something within that room. We actually took turns on tripping. Who's reacting the most to this, you know, to the to the situation? Like whoever's like freaking out or or whoever's getting whoever's experiencing ego death. I got to learn more about that term. It's just of when for me it's been when you stop becoming self-centered and realize your position within the universe and how our life can be with little to no meaning within within you know the dimensions of time. And so that's what struck me, like, what am I really doing with my existence? What am I really doing doing here? Um, I had, it was more of an introspect, it was, it was more of an introvert moment a lot of the time for me. And then that's when I realized, like, that I had a life-changing moment right then and there that, like, I should 
I should I should reach out to the friends that are willing to be here with me instead of the friends that have decided to step out for the moment. Neda thought it was a good idea to do this during class. So the first time we all planned on rolling was in junior year, at some point early in junior year, and it was supposed to be on the weekend, but sometime around, I think it was Thursday, my friend and I were around Norm's getting breakfast before class, and I decided that it would be really fun if sometime I had, was thinking, definitely after school, if I rolled sometime before the weekend just to see how it was, and it would be really fun. But, of course, me being impatient as I am, I rolled right away, and I like took on the pills right away, and it wasn't even like a single, it ended up being a quad, and I have Spanish first period, and we were watching South Park in Spanish because we had one of those awesome perfect teachers who had us watch cartoons and stuff in Spanish, and we like were reading Charlie and Chocolate Factory in Spanish, and everything was awesome. But the problem was, when you're rolling and it starts to hit you halfway through watching Carmen say stuff in Spanish and you're already confused, you start to really trip out. And then you walk around and you go through dance and you have to do all the dance and start prepping for your dance shows. And when you're rolling and start to figure out your steps, you really freaked out. So I just wasn't prepared to deal with anything in school. So one of my cousins had to come and get me and take me with him to the basketball courts down in Venice and basically hang out with me until I calmed down and stopped freaking out about why everything was so weird and freaking me out in school and then just, you know, distracted me with all the beach and the sand and the grass. So after school, because I didn't come down right away, I was with my cousin for about, I think, I don't know, till about 9 or 10 and I was with him at his place but his mom. Um, was it my mom and he would tell them that we got food poisoning from this place um do you remember donut king i think people would remember and the sweet sweet asian woman that worked there knew all of us and we told them that one of the sandwiches that we got from there got both of us sick so he was taking care of us because i got really sick and he was just you know hanging out with me like by the water and stuff because we were going home and i didn't feel well so we were just hanging out by the fresh air by the water we have Alex here who had the most amazing time taking drugs. The first time I did drugs was with a bunch of my friends in Colorado, a bunch of hippies. So I always tell people that I was taught how to do drugs by really cool hippies and kind of taught how to do them the right way. And they said to me, as long as you do the amount you're comfortable with, with the people you love, you will never have a bad experience. And I still believe that to this day because one day I didn't do that and I had a terrible, terrible experience and I will never make that mistake again. The first time I did psychedelic was in Col Fort Collins, Colorado. And my friend Sarah is a massage therapist. So she traded this random dude who was traveling through Fort Collins, uh, a massage, a full body massage for some acid that was on some gummy bears or smart tarts or something like that. So we decided we're gonna do them one day. It was snowing outside. We went to this park. We all each ate one gummy bear and it was the best day of my life. It was so much fun. The wind and the snow mixed with like with all the different dried colors and like the green of the forest. It was so beautiful. And we spent all day outside drawing and making crowns for everyone and like spending time by the water and just playing in the sand. And then the babysitter didn't 
take any acid because we always had a babysitter, which was great. And um, we, he told us he would babysit us if we bought him a sandwich. And there was this t- place in town, I don't remember the name of it, but it basically was this like cool place with tie-dye and like cool names for things and like funny stickers everywhere where you'd be like, yeah, man, like if I were on some acid right now, like this would be sick. But it was actually the scariest fucking thing I have ever experienced. So we walked into the store and it just had like so much going on. There was like music blasting and all the um, sandwiches were named after different strands of weed. And so I didn't even know what was happening. And I was just like cradling myself outside and he was eating and they're like, Alex, are you okay? And I was like, the only thing that will make this okay right now for some reason is if they played the song, Here Comes the Sun. (laughs) I don't know why that song, but in my head, that was the only song that was gonna be good and that was gonna help me and make me happy. And literally the next song they played, which was about a minute later was Here Comes the Sun. And that's when the sun had just come up over the store because we were outside and it was going down and we ended up going to another park, singing that song and like swinging in the snow for hours. And it was so much fun. And it was one of the best days of my life. Jeff and his brother tried to do drugs in the city and it turned out for the worst. So the first time I did psychedelics, I was, I think, 16. And my coworker, I wor- I was working at a grocery store. He asked me, hey, do you want to do some mushrooms? I know a guy that can do mushrooms or give us mushrooms. And I was like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to do mushrooms. It's kind of psychedelic. I asked my older brother who had done them before. And he's like, we should do them. Sounds like fun. I think it'll be an experience. It's an experience that everybody should try once. So convinced by my older brother and just curiosity by my teenage youth, I was down for the count. So I told my coworker, all right, I guess my brother said we'll split an eighth. So he was like, okay, I'll put you down for that. He's like, meet me at my friend's at this address after work. And I had gotten off work. We both got off work at like nine. So we meet him there at like 10. And I lied to my dad. I told him I was spending the night at my friend's. We end up getting to my coworker's friend's house. And it was probably like 10 o'clock. There was like 10 people, like all these people I didn't know. The only person I knew was my brother and my coworker. And I wasn't really even close with this coworker. Just kind of like worked with him like almost every other day. So. I thought I knew him, but (laughs) it's funny how you think you know somebody until you have an experience with them. So we all get our mushrooms and eat them in my coworker's friend's living room. And this is where we were supposed to spend the night. He was like, yeah, of course you guys can sleep on the couch, you know, sleep on the floor there. It's cool. Like my parents out of town. It's fine. So we end up all eating our mushrooms and we're kind of just like waiting for it to kick in they taste horrible we're just like oh like i was just like oh they taste like dirt my brother's like yep i know it's like well he didn't really tell me that but we eat the mushrooms and we just were like hey all right we're gonna go for a walk and it's nighttime it's really late you know it was 10 when we got there it's like probably like 11 p.m now it's really dark it's in the middle of los angeles city i'm with a bunch of people i don't know besides my brother And we start walking around, and there's this hippie lady, like, probably a block away. 
she's like, hey, she kind of knew we were tripping on something. So she invited us into her apartment. There's like 10 of us. There is 10 of us. And I'm just tripping looking at her ceiling that has like a tie-dye blanket hanging from it. And something happened. One of the people we were with upset her and she kicked us out. And I had no idea why. I was completely lost in the moment. And so my brother and I leave. We end up walking. My brother's like, we should get some orange juice. It enhances the high. So we go to the convenience store that's right down the street. Drink like a half gallon of OJ between the three of us. Me... My brother, my coworker, my coworker's friend who we were staying at's house, and I were all sitting on this park bench, the four of us, and just completely tripping out, just looking out on the sky late at night and just thinking weird thoughts and just seeing the clouds shift and seeing trees move around like mazes, and kind of just morphing what what we were seeing in reality and colors were kind of twitching out everything was kind of like whooshing around like it wasn't a malleable thing but it was more of like a kinetic energy it was very strange and we were all kind of like giggling laughing having a good time so before I know it my co-worker's friend just gets up out of the park bench and he's like I have to go home I have to go home and my brother starts laughing and he goes why do you have to go home? He's like, I have to go to bed. And he's like, dude, you can't go to sleep. You're not going to be able to fall asleep on mushrooms. And he gets up and he runs home and we're trying to chase him, but he's running so fast that he lost us. And by the time we get back to his house where we were supposed to stay, he had locked the doors and we were banging on the door, (laughs) tripping out. And then everything started to get like in the negative energy, like the giggle stopped And we're like, what are we going to do? Like, we're locked out of his apartment. We have nowhere to go. I was tripping out because my dad thought I was spending the night at a friend's house. So I was like, I can't go home like this. I'm I'm here and I'm not. I'm here and I'm not. I didn't know what was happening. I thought I was peeing my pants half the time, but I wasn't. And so my brother's like, it's cool. It's cool. We can just sleep in my car. So we walked back to his car and I just... I'm just like tripping out really hard. I'm like, uh, like I'm here and then I'm not. And then I kind of morph into this thing where I'm just tripping and then I gain reality and I'm like, whoa. And I'm, I'm conscious of my trip. But then I look at my brother and my brother's going through the same thing, but he's like having a moment of clarity of where he, he wants to turn his life around. He, he feels like he's done some bad things in his life and he doesn't want to do anything bad anymore doesn't want to curse anymore he doesn't want to listen to bad music anymore he wants to turn to god and be religious and sure enough from that moment on my brother turned his life around after those psychedelics he started going to church he stopped listening to music he stopped smoking pot he just completely believed in everything it was just a trip that changed his life around First is me, Lisa Curio-Parker. Today's guests include Alex French, who is still my favorite makeup artist. She does the coolest stuff. If you need her for a TV show or a movie, call her up or hit her up on the internets. Neda Arab, who is hanging out all over Europe, possibly doing drugs and having the time of her life. 
Noe Flores, who you heard in the last episode. I really don't know if he's taken drugs since that experience. Maybe. I don't really ask. <laughs> and Jeff Cote, who is an amazing photographer. And if you need any new headshots, you know who to call. Again, thanks for listening to Firsts. We hope you enjoyed it that much. And if you did, please share with your friends, family, whoever. I don't care. Yell it. It really helps. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and other podcast streaming services. If you have any comments, questions, or want to be on the show, email podcastfirsts at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.